Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Talking with Tom. Today we'll be talking about energy and how it relates to events, and we have Tom in the studio. How are you, Tom? I'm great, thank you. So, in previous talks, you mentioned that energy is a central component to any happening. Talk a little bit about the idea behind this. Well, it's um, not an exact science, um, but my observation over the years have been that um, we are able to communicate energy from one to another and definitely as a group and build upon that energy. Um, and that these are kind of the key components that help make uh, happenings um, such a, uh, a enjoyable occasion and, and leave such a, an indelible imprint in our m memories. And um, when you're in a group environment, what are, what are different factors that, that cause like, the energy to be elevated? Well, um, you know, my research has proven uh, that there are a variety of key determiners. Um, uh, one of the first and most important ones is that um, you're dealing with a, um, uh, an environment that is hospitable to everybody who is participating in it. Um, and what happens when that takes place um, is we are able to kind of let our guard down. Um, and when we do that, uh, we have a much more ability to become present. And when we become present, then we can all focus on the significance that's happening at that moment. And that's the part where I feel like the energy is catalyzed. And um, so different factors, um, uh, presume, would play a part, right? So how does a venue uh, play a factor? Well, um, uh, some of the other key determiners in that is that we have to get um, uh, in environments that are appropriately sized um, for the happening that's taking place. And um, I like to use an analogy of a, an elevator. Um, when we get inside an elevator, typically, you know, as the doors open and close, different people come in and we don't know. Um, and there always is that little bit of an uncomfortable moment um, where we are maybe brushing up to somebody that is a perfect stranger. Well, in a, an event, it's the exact same scenario as that um, where we are bringing people together and not always do they know each other. Um, and so that little bit of um, um, uncomfortability uh, upon introduction and then met with um, a high level of creativity and hospitality um, is one of the key ingredients that seems to kind of um, unlock the door. And what about activities? Um, so for activities, uh, you want to have a range of things. Um, it's, uh, you want to have th some things that are happening right next to everybody and some things that are happening um, some distance away and some things that are happening off in a great distance away. And so um, these are things that I like to call tuning forks, um, and they are what allow us to sync up. So you, you want to look at events, um, if it, let's say it were a dinner. Um, we want to have things that allow for people that are seated at one particular table to sync them up. And that can be, you know, food being served identically at the same time, wine being poured, um, those type of things, candles flickering, um, that helps sync them up. Then you want to have something that is off in the near um, uh, distance that's happening at the same time, which can be like ambient music playing in the background, scenery and decor, things that you are, when you're looking at somebody, they're in the frame in the background, but it's not giving direct focus, but it's helping to create that ambiance. And then the last one is something that's 
far off into the distance, which is a focal point. So if it were a dinner, that could be maybe a singing performance or an acrobatic performance or something like that. That allows for us to all look at one thing at one time and experience together. The combination of those three is what allows for those unifying moments to take place and for us to harness that energy. Awesome. And so um, from the perspective of someone who's actually hosting the event, and of course, in your background, when you've been on the event, you've been able to manage and um, adjust things on the fly. How should someone who's more of a novice at this um, kind of fine tune the, the energy of the of the happening? Well, I think that this is um, really, you know, uh, a good question and one that's very challenging because most of, of what I have learned over the years is counterintuitive. Um, what makes events spectacular um, quite often aren't the things that people focus most their energy on. It's one of the reasons that I've created the um, Noel.Events platform um, because we utilize those same techniques but we apply it to, um, to scale so that everybody can tar participate in it. You either would have to know somebody who is very focused in the event space and understands kind of these logistics, um, or you would have to follow principles like what I'm talking about here or utilize services um, like what we're creating with Noel.Events. Great. And um, uh, one of the big topics currently is, is clean energy. So while we're on the topic of energy, what is maybe one practice that you recommend that's kind of a clean practice? Um, a green practice that someone could use to amplify the energy in an environment. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up. Um, events also can run on clean energy as well, too. Um, and that has to do uh, with the creating very hospitable environments that make people um, calm and, and in the present and enticed. And uh, then you're able to conjure up group clean energy. So not only do I see the value in clean energy as far as from in the mechanized um, uh, side of energy, but also in the event side. When you're creating an event, focus on that idea of clean energy. How, how am I going to be that night? Make sure that you're prepared. Make sure that you're able to attend your happening as opposed to being bogged down by stress and, and details because really it's all about each individual that are participating and our ability to create that environment where they're able to have a good time and focus on what's happening. And if we get bogged down with the details or the delays or those types of things, we aren't going to be able to be present. And that's the key. If you do that, you're going to be able to have clean energy in your event. Then your second question as far as resources for actually um, clean energy as it pertains to, um, you know, um, different ways to consume less energy or better energy um, in an event space. There's been a lot of changes with that, um, you know, through technology. You know, uh, when I first got into this, we would have to have giant generators with lots of power cables to power up lighting systems and things like that. One of the biggest advances that happened um, is with the LED light. Um, it emits much less heat requires much less power. Um, they can be operated remotely, so they don't require the same type of cabling and things like that. In many cases, we're using battery-operated ones that are running on an a, um, RF network, um, and, and they are, they're able to be set up in a fraction of the time. They're able to be shipped in a fraction of the time, so less trucking and those type of things, and they run on, on like literally one one hundredth the amount of power of conventional lighting. So that's a great way to um, help uh, make your event more green. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Tom. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. For more tips, information, and ideas related to events, please visit Tom's blog at tomnoll.events or noll.events.